And so we reach episode 10, our destination and our new beginning, where we end with where we began attempting to investigate the role of the arts in a world reeling from the turmoil and turbulence, the toothache and trendy tattoos and all manner of other life forms that begin with the letter T. And amongst this hazy and frantic landscape, the monk from within the teapot has left a manuscript on my desk this morning and has asked me to read it out in this final episode. Something he hopes will result in a fundamental redirecting of priorities, or, failing that, a good laugh. Teapot's five secrets for learning the art of all arts. Find out what they are in this special farewell podcast, the ultimate climactic ending to this series of ten. Live long and prosper. Something or another. People talk a lot in the internal arts about inner circles, family secrets, private transmissions, referring to special techniques passed down in the dusty corners of training halls between masters and select students, sworn under a swirling cloud of incense, or kneeling alongside a minute gifted Zen garden, sworn to keep the real stuff hidden from us, mere mortals. But, as the monk prepared to depart this ephemeral existence, he asked me to read out a manuscript, passed down allegedly from generation to generation, revealing the true inner secrets of the art of all arts. What I make of this document is not important. It is read and left in the spirit of transparency and as a legacy from the teapot monk as he prepares to leave behind the world of dust. And so I present the all-time top five tips for living a meaningful life amidst the fakery of the 21st century. Not, he stresses, in exchange for an email or PayPal contribution, but as a signpost to follow or ignore. An Instagram snapshot of a moment in time to thumb up or down, to heart or to bypass. All is left in the humble lap of you, the listener. The teapot top five tips for living with purpose in a time of adversity. Secret number one. Do not obsess 
over styles, forms, nouns, borders, currencies, accents, nor allegiances. The arts depend on such artificial perimeters about as much as Donald Trump depends on a dictionary before tweeting. Exchange your nouns for adverbs. Build conversations, not lists. Bridges, not walls. Always speak of and in the present. Secret number two. Live long and prosper. So stay grounded in the 21st century. Resist the urge to float back to the 17th. Don't dress up. Forget uniforms and haircuts. Put to one side the paraphernalia, the trophies, the toys, the awards. They amount to little more than the robes of the Yellow Emperor. Drop the outer layers and let the art reveal itself anew. Let it express itself as who you are, where you are, and the people you live amongst. Wear your clothes, not those of your great-grandfather or those of Kwai Chang Kane. Speak in the language of your students, not in the dialect or tongue of another time and place. Drop the jargon, the mystification, and watch how an art will happily and completely learn to express itself with relevance and style once more in this world that has forgotten such values. Secret number three. Avoid saying things that are downright silly. Unless, of course, that's your intention, for silliness has a role to play too. Resist making unverifiable claims about what an art can do. We suffer already from the inherited vagueness of its language. Avoid adding to this by talking of woo-woo, kryptonite, and of superheroes, unless, of course, it's Deadpool. Then you have my permission to say whatever you like. Deadpool aside, such claims give the art an unsubstantial reputation on par with voodoo and astral projection, and slots it into the same level of study as a trip to Disney World. Secret number four. Tai Chi is a martial art. Just, just let it go. Forget all the martial versus health nonsense. It's all about the relevance of its applications, whether you choose to focus on the fist or the open hand, the strike or the caress. There is no one interpretation unless you insist on it. And I'm afraid by doing so, you miss the point. Or all the heavenly glory, as someone far more qualified than I once said. Secret number five. Do good. It's not difficult to slag someone off, especially from afar. It's easier to hold a grudge than to forgive. And there it begins the black hole of negativity that is fostered without thought. Instead, choose another route. Go out each and every day and do a little good in the world. Speak to the person who serves you in a cafe or a bar, a supermarket or on a train, and speak with gratitude, for it is an increasingly rare commodity. Smile at those who scowl. Give more than you take. Talk to strangers, despite what your parents told you, and in doing so, 
reconnect with what is real and present and not sold to you under the guise of a timeline notification. In these simple actions, we discover the value of interaction and the power of living with openness and humility each moment of each day. In such small actions, all arts aspire. And that was it. That was the complete dusty coffee stained document I found on my desk this morning with the telltale teapot left to one side, titled Ways of Living for the 21st Century. It may amount to a little more than an obvious message you may be saying to yourselves, but I feel it's a message that resonates in this moment, a moment in which the lines between friends and enemies are clear one day, then intentionally blurred the next. Where yesterday we resided in Oceania, and today in Eurasia. Tomorrow in East Asia. But it's a mystery, and I don't like mysteries. Give me a bellyache, and I got a beauty right now. Live long and prosper. So it appears that it is finally goodbye from the teapot monk. Yak tracks lay outside the window. But do not be sad, for he leaves in his wake an abundant and fertile crop upon which you may harvest, an inner temple of goodies. Looking back over the last year, I can see he's produced four online courses on Udemy, one of which is now free, and I'll include the links in the show notes. He released all of his books from the stranglehold of Amazon and distributed them to all digital platforms, iBooks, Barnes & Noble, Kobo, Gumroad, etc., etc., libraries throughout the world. He wrote another book or two, recorded three audiobooks, organized a summer of free classes in Devon, England celebrated World Tai Chi Day with the excellent people from Central Tai Chi in Birmingham and completed this series of 10 podcasts and at the same time managed... Well, that's a story for another time. Live long and prosper. So if you've missed anything, then go back to SoundCloud. Go over to Udemy. Drop by teapotmonk.com and browse at your leisure. If you'd like a copy of these five secrets for living, then the monk promises to have them written out as a post on his site very soon, where you can download, print them off, or attach them to your Facebook group timeline. Finally, the monk left a message to say thank you for your time, your energy, and your support over the last decade, and says he will hopefully catch up with everyone again in a dust-free dimension somewhere, sipping tea and watching as everything gets done by itself.
it's a mystery, and I don't like mysteries. Give me a bellyache, and I got a booty right now. Live long and prosper. Live long and prosper.